seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Coming to you live and electrified from Studio A, high atop the escarpments of Whitetail Peak, the roof, ruff, ruff, of the American Hindu Kush. This is Dr. Amp, doing the vamp for liberty, climbing the ramp to justice, and lighting the lamp of freedom. So, what's on your mind tonight? I mean, you know I'm going to tell you what's on mine. Faster and faster, I'm through the maze. Harder and harder, my head hits the cage. I'm trying, I'm trying, but I can't get loose. I'm on a short run, but that's you what I do. So go! Faster and faster, I'm Day. Yeah, it was stressful. <laughs> uh, I, I just had uh, a smoke there, uh, but I've kept half of it. So yeah, we could stop, or I'll see. I might end up with a good high that just takes me on throughout the full show. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, but yeah, my, my my day was okay. How was yours? Yeah, it was, it was mostly all right. It's been raining. As someone who lives in Scotland, you you would probably uh, appreciate the it's been raining for two and a half days. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's that, summer? <laughs> yeah, we're close to Canada. Like across mm. across one of the Great Lakes is Canada. Uh, if, that, if that helps you. <laughs> slightly, just ever so slightly. We, we had a bit of a, a kind of heat spell last week, and it was like... The hottest Scotland has ever been at this particular time of year. And we're all in lockdown and no one can go out and no one can enjoy it. And it's just like, just like the earth is punishing us. Like, stay in and look at what you've done. I'll be sunny. (laughs) Yeah, that's the rubbed rubbed face right there. Yeah, man. Right in the And you've been doing right. You've been listening to the scientists. And uh, yeah. stuff, but some of my country people have definitely been not. What is going on? <laughs> like every time I see what's happening over there, I'm like, is this real? Yeah. Is this a really, really <laughs> cheesy movie that we're in? Because this is nobody, nobody can really believe in even ninety percent of what they're they're saying. I mean, if you want to run some of the more wild things past you, I can probably confirm or deny the people running into the state house legislature with guns, demanding to talk to the governor, and not getting arrested. It's fucking crazy, man. That was uh, 
that what do they call it? Uh, Ohio and Michigan has a lot of sports rivalries, so I think they call mm. it that that place up there or something like that or I don't know. <laughs> it's weird, but uh, they're they're just uh, we we share like a northern northern southern border. They're like up and to the left on the map. <laughs> <laughs> and. I hope you've not been injecting yourself with any detergent or bleach. I thought you were supposed to stick it up your ass. Was that just the UV lights? I'm just, I've hey, been, I think that was the UV ones, yeah. I've been lubing up the UV lights with bleach and <laughs> chewing charcoal tablets and uh, what's it called? <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> But do it all there. Honestly, man, I wouldn't let that man be in charge of... Uh, my, my car in a video game, let alone a country. That man is an idiot. Yeah, I mean, one of the uh, frustrating, I don't, that's not even the right word, but he said he would run the country like his business. And the people who don't know what the fuck they, that means were like, yay, that's awesome. And the people that know what that means, that means he figured out how to bankrupt a casino. He's, <laughs> you know, his his charity got shut down and his children had to take classes on how to not steal from, like, cancer patients. I think the, the issue is he's always been bailed out by the government and now he's the government. Uh, but terrifying. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. And it's, yeah, the weird electoral politics. I, I have it's it's a futile point to make, but. He did get three million fewer votes than than his next opponent. It's just the goddamn electoral college got set up to appease the slave states back in the day, and it's just still there. America's fucked up. Yeah, as man. I don't know if you saw, but uh, here in Columbus, uh, they allowed bars to reopen their patio service if they followed the... She, I can't remember how many meters six feet is. I figured it out, I think, the last time we talked, and I've already forgotten it. But, you know, six feet apart, nobody touch each other, this and that and the other thing, and then there's, like, fucking people show up without masks. Fucking hell, man. It's, you know, the anti-vaxxers and the flat earthers are voltroning with the <laughs> coronas of, of a hoax by Bill Gates to put microchips in us. People, <laughs> and it's it's the end. I, I, I think I'm going to start, <laughs> start uh, doing soft applications for uh, refugee status, I think, pretty soon. I'll be, you know, go ahead. Yeah, it's that's all that's needed now because we just aren't handling it well, and people are. We Scotland are now they're still sticking to the restrictions uh, quite well, whereas England have obviously started to come out of them. Uh, but Scotland, Wales, and Ireland uh, are saying that like by the end of the month we'll be able to start like maybe visiting other people and as long as you're still socially distancing and more people can go can go back to work but when you say that in scotland or the uk it people just hear right that's it you can go back to normal nobody's going to keep social distance they're just going to go just is it as if everything is back to how it used to be handshakes hugging just it, it it's going to be absolutely awful when it all hits the fan again 
yeah. It's terrifying. That's I've been uh, looking for. I, I feel weird. This is this is one of those tragedies that I feel weird if I don't mock it in the right way or mock things about it in the right way. But I've been looking at all the 1918 flu public health posters, thinking of ways to yeah. adjust them for now. And I just looking at the statistics and things from that. I mean, there was a fucking anti-mask league in San Francisco back then. Those trying to get everybody to stop wearing masks because it keeps the germs inside you and other dumb fucking shit dumb people say. And it's sad that it's not just, you know, America can sort of not be excused, but reasoned that years and years of defunding public education and making higher education debt riddeningly expensive you're going to have a lot more dumb people. Yeah. But people are doing dumb everywhere. And it's, I got salty as fuck about it today. Uh, somebody was talking about, I refuse to live in fear. Uh, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It... Of being considerate of other people around me. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm having my second it... drink in like a month right now oh really what are you having i'm having uh some some vodka ah I, that's, nice that's what i've that's apparently what i got last time i went to the liquor store i <laughs> i haven't really seen that as an essential thing while i can still get my hands on on other items like they didn't they didn't let the marijuana dispensaries close because since it's medicinal it's medical and you don't that's a relief yeah, we don't need a lot of <laughs> PPE to go to the dispensary. Yeah. I've got paper. I've got paper laying around. I've got a lot of fucking crayons. Uh, my wind chimes are going. I am the mariner. I mean, <laughs> my basement is a little flooded right now because this neighborhood always floods. Uh, so, uh, but it's it's not as bad as Waterworld yet. Uh, we, we will continue the way we can, we converse, uh, but anybody that's still listening at this point, or if you're just now joining us, I am here with Liam Rafferty, one half of Scott and Liam versus evil and, uh, one half of many other things and all of others. Um, uh, how are you doing, man? It's been, uh, shit. It's almost been two months since we recorded together last. Oh really? I thought it was like a month. My, this, this lockdown is—I'm I, I, just in my own bubble. I have no concept of time. I have no concept of anything. To be honest, I just roam around in my shorts and a vest and a headband on because I can't cut my hair, grow my beard out I'm like Tom Hanks and Castaway <laughs> in my house. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some fun photoshops for later. <laughs> I can't wait, actually. I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, you know, weathering weathering the storm, brother, as they say. Uh, just, yeah, sitting here in my my recording. I've been playing a lot more drums, I think, since we last spoke. Nice. Uh, so I've made sure that I built my little semi-soundproof room out in my car park. Uh, big enough for my drum set. And it's big enough for my table and my electric kit to fit in the room at the same time. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. 
but there was a raccoon invasion upstairs, <laughs> up, up above. Uh, they figured out how to get into the garage, and your motherfucker took a big shit like on top of my room, and <laughs> it was really annoying. I walk, I walked in yesterday. I was like, it's you know, something smells different, and I just got the ladder out and I climbed and I looked. I was like, motherfucker, but. <laughs> Luckily, we're in a pandemic, so, you know, I went and I got the thick rubber gloves and I cleaned it cleaned it up and put a bunch of stuff on top of it to block off access as far as I know. And, ah. uh, and then I read that it's really dangerous to clean it up, so you have to be really careful, but it said to do all the stuff that I did, basically. <laughs> we, we don't have raccoons here, so that's that story's crazy because I'm like... A raccoon. How can you have a raccoon? They're just cartoon characters. <laughs> oh, dude, I've got another raccoon story for you. Oh, really? Uh, when I when I was working at uh, right after college, I was working at this um, grocery store in yeah. in the in the pizza shop there, and it was back by the wine the wine section and the deli. Late one night, I just heard people screaming. So I thought there was a robbery because it's America. There's guns everywhere. Um, it, it's a relatively nice neighborhood, but that doesn't mean anything. There's so I, I, you know, I don't even want to know how many guns are around me right now. But anyway, a bunch of people were screaming. And then you sort of see above the aisles, you know, a little bit of commotion. A raccoon uh, had got in through the loading dock and it ran... <laughs> Onto the the butcher the butcher counter those glass cases, it had a bottle of wine that it had grabbed from the rack across the aisle, and then it threw it at one of the people chasing them, and then it ran and jumped onto the wine again and knocked a whole bunch of bottles down, and then ran past me and out the front door. That is amazing. <laughs> it was it was a wild night. <laughs> That that is crazy. So are they, do they do they just roam around your garden? I mean, they're you usually only see them at night. They're nocturnal. Yeah. Raccoons will you know uh, fuck up people's dogs. They're little bastards. Yeah, I'd be terrified if there were raccoons running around. Because every time I see a little furry animal in my garden, I'm like, I'm going to try and feed that. Even if I even if I know it does not want fed. Whatever the animal is, it's staring at me from across the garden with eyes full of hatred, burning hatred. And I'm like, I think I know that that wants a little bit of cheese. (laughs) And you're a cat person. Raccoons are kind of like cats with thumbs. Oh, no. If cats had thumbs, we would all be dead. (laughs) Yeah, they probably know how to use tools. Um... There's There's not been a good raccoon horror film. Like the birds, but with raccoons. Yeah. But you got to come up with, especially with this being in America, you can't just call it the coons. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, unless you do a really good job on the cover art, making it obvious <laughs> you're not making a Donald Trump campaign video. Uh, anyway, Water World. Water World. <laughs> So this is 1995, I believe it came out here in the States. Yeah, I think it was the same in the UK. 
It did not make much of a splash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it almost sunk Kevin Costner's career. <laughs> this is a summer blockbuster. I mean, what what's his name? Uh, Joss Whedon has a writing credit on this movie. All-star cast of Kevin Costner, the girl from Napoleon Dynamite, Dennis Hopper, <laughs> Jack Black, Robert Joy, uh, what, Kim Coates is a weird, oh, you're here to destroy your got paper. Ooh, do, 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 give me the, I'm a I know. Dude. What is that accent? It's like a like, shitty American it version of an Irish accent. He's quite good at accents, usually. Like, he's he's usually on the ball. Maybe it was an experiment. I, I feel like I read somewhere that Costner dabbled in direct co-directing the film. But since they had, what, all those different hodgepodge languages, with like Gre- Greco-German or something that the one guy was speaking uh, and stuff. So maybe it was just, okay... You're Canadian, do an impression of an American doing an Irish accent, and act real twitchy, like you've been in the sun for a while, and uh, I, th- I think that's where, that's where that came from. That was a somewhat stressful scene when you hadn't seen the movie in a while, because Kevin Costner is such a fucking asshole in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner, literally pimp. Pimps a woman out immediately. As soon as he's offered something, he's like, yeah, take her. When you go. <laughs> just a half hour. Yeah. What what a absolute dish. <laughs> <laughs> and that's after what? Uh maybe maybe in the movie an hour's worth of time of him being like, I just need to throw you overboard. <laughs> At least the fucking kid. <laughs> At the very least the kid. It hits her way more than it's meant to be a bit of a kind of romance there, but it never actually leads to anything apart from he just throws her about the place like a ragdoll. Yeah, he beats her up uh, the side of the fucking head with the oar. (laughs) Would he be a misogynist though if he's not because he's actually half fish? So would he be a fish fish fishogynist? 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 Fishogyny? Fishogyny. That, that's, is he, that's is he practicing fishogyny? <laughs> Possibly. That's what that's what uh, the the creepy dude from Sons of Anarchy does when he's alone. Oh yeah. And I feel like I saw Ron Howard, but he never showed his face. You know, it was just that bald head, and sounded like his voice. I don't know if you got a lot of Ron Howard over there. Nah, no. Oh, obviously, Ron Howard. Ron oh, Howard's Clint? brother. Yeah. Uh, oh well, yeah. With uh, what's the ice cream man? Yeah, ice cream man, the very uh, old old dude from Rock and Roll High School. Yeah, and obviously, Evil Speak, the greatest film in the history of all cinema. Big well, up, Clint Howard, if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening, dude. Um, I think he was in Luther the Geek, if I remember correctly. Uh, was he? Yeah, I think he was. So he was. Uh, but that that was one of the movies that my my big sister used to rent when she had sleepovers and shit. But yeah, Ro- Robert Joy from what 
Land of the Dead, among other things. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Half. But yeah, a really cool guy. I, I, I think we've said before in past conversations, on record, I think we've said that we're both fans of this movie. I think we can just say it out loud already. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, there's no buildup to it. And <laughs> I mean, if you've listened to this show before, I don't think I've done a movie that I don't really like. That's kind of the freedom of being a, a one-man island. <laughs> if anyone follows me on social media they'll see that I watch this like once every two months and then I can't stop watching it for like a week solid <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I honestly love this film it's just it's, it was such a massive part of my childhood like I remember it so vividly from then and it's just never lost its magic no matter how many issues it has and how many things people point out I can't see them Look, I'm so blind to them, and I have so much fun with it every time I turn it on. I don't watch this as often as you do, but uh, I believe I had said that uh, a couple weeks ago, and I, I misunderstood the conversation that I had with my wife, but it worked out fine. She had never seen it before, but she was interested in seeing it. She wasn't concerned that we didn't have it. She just uh, wanted to watch it. Uh-huh. She watched the whole thing, and I offered to turn it off for her quite a few times, but she thought it was too long and really dumb. Did you watch the Ulysses cut or the theatrical? Uh, what one's over two hours long? Like the yeah, the, yeah, the Ulysses cut is the it's like two hours fifty seven minutes. I think that's the one we watched. Yeah, I, I can check. Uh, do you have the theatrical? No, no, I have, I have them all. I, I, I own this one. <laughs> have I, them all. How many? Yeah. <laughs> how many versions I, are there? I, I have two versions of it in DVD. I don't know why, because they are both the exact same. Uh, I've got the just standard Blu-ray release, and then I've got the Arrow, the collection one that came out with the the extended cut. So that had all like the TV episodes of it or oh sorry all the, the stuff that was put in extra for the tv uh, screenings of it that kind of combined it all together uh in in a blu-ray transfer and it doesn't really add anything much to the story i suppose it's still good to see and some of the effects don't hold up because obviously the scenes weren't polished a lot because it was just for the tv cut so when you watch it now it's like well Kevin Costner's not actually on that boat at that part. <laughs> but These are not them. You've captured their stunt doubles. Search the area. They're stunt doubles. <laughs> three hours of Waterworld is... I'm absolutely fine with that. If they said that they'd found three hours of extra footage and released a six-hour cut, I would watch all six hours of that as well. <laughs> I was trying to look at it from... A skeptical point of view i was trying to figure out how the smokers had so much gas yeah uh but we don't really know how long and we don't know how many times they've switched ships i feel like the exxon the exxon valdez was their main ship and that's that's its own kind of fun i don't know if you're familiar with the name of that ship or the captain I- I, I never was obviously until like 
probably about maybe 12 watches ago and I then thought oh, I wonder what that is <laughs> and I googled it uh, so yeah I, I get it now but before like when I used to watch it as a kid and stuff I, I wouldn't even read that like that didn't bother me that wasn't a, a significant part of the film at all and neither was the the end reveal when I was a kid I was just like oh oh water <laughs> land is water amazing brilliant fun <laughs> fresh water yeah. But yeah, for 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 the youngins, uh, Captain Joseph Hazelwood was the captain of the Exxon Valdez, which had a, a uh, for the time it was a huge oil spill. Uh, capitalism has since found ways to top itself in uh, environmental <laughs> destruction, but they said he was drunk and he crashed the boat. That was basically the whole story forever. And then uh, a year or two later, after his life was basically destroyed, it was found that he was probably not drunk and just had an accident, which the Deacon of the D's or Dennis Hopper, as he will probably be most often referred to as in this discussion, somehow has a, I don't know if he has a past knowledge of the boat crash or when he says something about after decades of disgrace, I, I, I kind of feel like he's probably Dennis Hopper is probably referring to himself. But yeah. There's that double meaning, but it, it seems like the ice caps melted at least a few generations ago because Kevin Costner is the only person that knows that there's civilization is under the water but i think if you then look at it under a microscope which you shouldn't because it does not hold up <laughs> uh, that's like if it did happen generations ago then how come the the crayons and the, the the kind of paint markers and stuff how come they all still work and if kevin costner is like the evolution possibly of like now that water covers everything, humanity is fucked. So the the species has to evolve. They've got gills, so it's like Kevin Costner. So humanity's going, and Kevin Costner, eh, eh, if if he's the evolution, then how come there's still like kids, and how come there's still other humans that are younger than him that don't have the mutation, and he's way older than them all, and it just doesn't make sense at all. Like if it was if it was any other film, you would watch it and go, "That is nonsense. That is absolute bullshit," and I'm not buying that. But in Waterworld, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> well, I feel like there was a decent amount of time where uh, the two different species or whatever of human coexisted. Back what with Neanderthals and Homo sapiens, if that's the same uh, classification uh, level. I feel like there was a while that they they both existed and then one died out yeah. and like historically it's relatively quick but i think in perspective of human life i feel like it was a decent amount of time but i of course did no research into that one of the cool things about this show is we have no idea where the conversation is gonna go <laughs> but yeah why are the magazines not worn out they don't seem yeah. to have very good uh, document protection. Salt water is a bitch when it comes to that sort of thing. 
Uh, but yeah, the crayons. <laughs> it's just, I, it... I like the Enola. Uh, it's like, what, Mr. Alucard from Monster Squad? <laughs> <laughs> just say her name backwards. What does it say? <laughs> She's alone. The girl from Napoleon Dynamite's alone. <laughs> And the map, oh, they can't work it out. Years, years they've tried to work out the map, and it clearly points to the peak of a mountain. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> the map can be solved in seconds. We've been looking at it for so long, we never thought about flipping it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, but see, because it's such an a, a adrenaline-filled action ride, like it, all that other stuff doesn't matter. Nope. It's a sci-fi film that literally does not attempt to go into any science. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, it, it's, it's just Mad bonkers. Max on the water, and it, it, retrospectively, Kevin. Co- I will say, Mad Max is a better movie, or Road Warrior, more specifically in comparison to this. But Mad Max is a better movie. Well, Mad Max and Road Warrior are better than this. Oh no, no, no. no. What about oh, Road no. Warrior? Which this no. is no, no. Okay, if I'm going. To, how about if I say? I, I'm going to stop opinion. right now. You could you could name every film. And I'm going to say no. Okay, but would you say out of that, what is it? A quadrigy now? Uh, Road Warrior is the most comparable to this movie. There's the jet skis instead of the motorcycles. There's the outposts with Dennis, Lord Humongous, Hopper. Uh, but instead of <laughs> instead of a hockey mask, uh, he's wearing what a burnt pair of swimming goggles at first, and then a <laughs> chin strap, which I love. You know, sometimes apocaly- uh, apocalyptic dystopian societies have too many things that you know they don't make anymore. Yeah, he wouldn't find an eye patch. If if he didn't find it on the Exxon Valdez, he didn't find an eye patch anywhere. So he improvised. Dennis Hopper, like this is actually Dennis Hopper's film because he chews up the scenery in every scene he's in. Oh yeah, better not ruin my short game. And he can play this. He can play the same villain. He can play the same character, and it still feels different and fresh every time he does it. Yeah, this one I found. Kind of, uh, kind of similar to the way he played, uh, the guy in Speed. Mm-hmm. You know, like angry and hyper, and re- ready to hurt people. And I, I, you couldn't have done it. He was too old to play the hero, but he's obviously a better actor than Kevin Costner. Yeah. Uh, I forget. Have you seen The Postman? Yeah, I have. You have. Yeah. I haven't seen it recently. But um, do you do double features? Oh, no. But the Postman, my my one and only watch was... <laughs> I can't even remember. Like, okay. easy 15 years ago. A long, long time ago. I went through... When I really started to get into Waterworld, I went through about a Kevin Costner phase. And quite quickly, I realised that it's not Kevin Costner. Like, it's just Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't sit around watching Field of Dreams. Uh, <laughs> no. Although do you know what I do? I actually have a soft spot for Field of Dreams. You do? Which is strange, yeah. And I, I don't know why. 
because I, I don't think it's a good movie at all, but there's just certain bits of it that that warm my cockles. <laughs> I think my my go to uh, baseball movies are League of Their Own and uh, Major League. Probably. Is that is Major League the one with Charlie Sheen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Well, he was also in what Bull Durham. That's yeah. that's a good baseball movie. Because we don't have baseball over here, really. It's like a lot of those films are kind of lost on us. Not that we don't understand the concept of baseball <laughs> and the game of baseball, but because it's just not massive in our culture, it's, it's like, oh, here's Kevin Costner again. Wonder what he's doing. Oh, something Americana. Is it Mr. Brook? Mr. Brooks? In what? Wait, in, is it Mr. Brooks? Where he plays like the kind of uh, the serial killer? I'm I'm not a big Kevin Costner aficionado. I'm sure it's Mr. Brooks. It kind of well in my head it came out around the same time as uh, One Hour Photo with Robin Williams. But oh. obviously you could IMDb that and they they have came out like ten years apart. I don't know. It's just in my in my head. <laughs> They're the same the same time. He he was a good Elliot Ness. Yeah, he was. He was. And I, I mean, he had that that stretch, you know, Waterworld, Tin Cup, Postman, thirty three thousand miles to Graceland. What was the last thing he was in that was big? Because I don't remember seeing him. Uh, what's the two thousand nineteen The Highwayman? Oh shit! Yeah, of uh, course. Hidden Figures got got a lot of Oscars in two thousand sixteen. Um, yeah, it turns out he's being lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i only care about what world i really i'm obviously not a kevin costner fan at all if i i thought he stopped acting in like 2002 <laughs> <laughs> or whenever one or photo and mr brook or mr brooks or mr brookside i can't remember what it's called it, ha- it has to be that I've, i can't have made this up if i've made this up i really need to stop drinking and smoking and do it. mr brooks Oh, you found 2007. It? Yeah. A well-respected businessman is sometimes controlled by his murder and mayhem-loving alter ego. So there you go. What about kind of Jekyll and Hyde for you there? There we go. That'll probably be shorter when <laughs> when played back to make us sound smarter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I knew all that off the top of my head. Because I am a fountain of knowledge. There was no, no looking it up, but uh, I think our our original point before the meandering was, you agree that this movie is better than any of the Mad Max movies, but much like the Mad Max movies, this is this movie had to have been a stunt person's fucking wet dream. Oh yeah. Can you not imagine how much fun it would be to make this film? Have you ever done the the, the stunt show? (laughs) At Universal, the the Waterworld stunt show? I... No, the the last time I went to any of the Disney places was as a little, little kid before this movie came out. Ah. Are we... What was Universal... Hollywood, I think, possibly. You would know better than I. I've seen some pictures from it. 
it could have been in both parks, but anyway, when when they're they're doing the show and they're just diving off this giant set and it's turquoise, God, it just looks the water that looks so lovely, and they're just diving in it, and you're like, that looks like the, the funnest job, and and ever, and I grew up wanting to be a stuntman because of that. <laughs> I was like, it looks like such a fun movie. Imagine you just dive through the air and the and the water. And that's your job. Crazy. Yeah, that, that would be fun. You know, water skiing up giant ramps, being dragged by a biplane to <laughs> siege the city. Uh, what, smoking? I think they were smoking Black Death cigarettes, which I remember <laughs> seeing available for purchase back when I used to smoke. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh I thought they were a joke brand, but they they possibly were created from the movie or trying to make money back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember what shows I had seen at Universal and stuff like that. Here, um, there is an outdoor sort of stunt show. It's maybe an hour to south of here. There's a tribe that puts on a stunt show type play about a native american shawnee chief or warrior named tecumseh who who uh it's been a really fucking long time since i've gone to that but they would put on a play of some story of him down where his tribe used to live my sister was in the girl scouts and i got dragged along to one of their field trips i went to that it's a relatively boring story, but Waterworld. <laughs> not boring at all. Not Three hours of yeah. unadulterated mayhem. I, I mean, the there's some really cool big shots of him with his Rube Goldberg machine boat that he's pedaling the, the, the bicycle <laughs> pedals with your hands and it makes all the shit swing around and it does help him drop the sail on the... The lady so he can hit her with a stick and another thing you don't really want to examine unless you want to imagine one of those multiverse sort of situations but with everything being water and like the guy that stole his limes at the beginning of the movie said there was a, a place eight days to the east so places are spread out and Dennis Hopper's ship looks like it's very stationary. Although they do, <laughs> they do have that part where he gets everybody psyched up and they get out the the Jason and the Argonauts giant oars, <laughs> and he says, "You know, those those guys will be rowing for two months before they find out." <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> but how many Dennis Hoppers do you think there are in Waterworld? Yeah. that's the beauty of the film though isn't it the, like you, you don't know you don't really understand how they got there you don't understand out with what you're seeing just enjoy and don't try and don't try and ex- explain it further that's the fun for me because it, it means I can just shut my brain off and just watch Kevin Costner in the first scene of a film piss into a cup and then drink it and then spit some onto his, his lime, just so you know. That's how he gets his vitamin C. That's how he gets his water. 
I've never seen Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger or Bruce Willis or Steven Seagal start a film by pissing in a cup and drinking it. <laughs> they might do it in the comfort of their own homes, and that's okay. But they have never done it on film. Uh, <laughs> that could be a Kevin Costner record along with how many times he's just shown his ass. <laughs> but yeah, it, it sets up the world. I mean, it starts with the Universal uh, Studios logo. Uh, of course, they wait until it's over North America before they really show the effects of all the ice caps melting. <laughs> and then that voice comes in, and I should have written down what it said. It was like, The future. The polar ice caps have melted, covering the Earth with water. Those who survived have adapted to a new world. The ice caps melted. Uh, yeah, so I'm probably going to cut that in right there. Then, yeah, there's Kevin Costner pissing in a cup, running it through his little <laughs> filter machine that he's that he's developed over time, which, and I don't really know how gills work. I know they they process oxygen, but you would almost think that being the mutation that he has to be amphibious, he might not need to consume water as much as regular people. So he, it could be said, just likes to drink piss. <laughs> Which I've never thought about until right now. That's not in any of my little notes that I jotted down. I've got, well, I do have piss drinking, lime theft, and when two drifters meet. Uh, so when two drifters meet, Something must that is a great name for. That's a great name for an album. When two drifters meet, piss drinks, lane <laughs> theft, <laughs> and when two drifters meet. There we go. <laughs> By the smokers. Yeah. It sets up the the stakes sort of. You know, there's Kevin Costner. He's by himself. He doesn't like people who talk. He likes to listen to the sound of the world. And then Dennis Hopper has his roving gang of former Universal Studios stunt people <laughs> from the, the Indiana Jones thing and from Waterworld. <laughs> they can jump jet skis. They uh, they do not take hoses very well. There's the, the pig mask guy with the giant fucking gun. Uh, that might have been Jack Black. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. yeah, it's Jack Black. Okay. <laughs> and they just blow shit to shit. And I, I, I feel like Dennis Hopper blames Kevin Costner, who, what, they just call him the Mariner? I don't think he's referred to as anything else. Like, no, at, stranger. At the end of, they, they probably yeah. called Stranger somewhere. At the end of the Ulysses cut, the... Helen tries to like kind of give them the, the name Ulysses like she tells them about the book and the story and he says oh that's a nice name and then he goes away in the, the camera and it's like oh maybe he maybe he's now known as Ulysses but I don't like to think that's the case because that is a stupid name <laughs> yeah and uh, luckily that boat was still there and uh, in really good shape <laughs> although it couldn't couldn't have been there for too long because what Enola is, what are we guessing, 12, 11 or 12? Yeah. 
So it's been there for at least 11 or 12 years. Uh, spoiler alert, her parents are dead. But then they don't really explain that either. It's just, things just happen in this film. You just have to accept it. Yep, she she knows, she's seen the horses, which, how long, how long do you think before they ate a horse? I know. Instantly. <laughs> if you could catch one at Red Dead Redemption, I am awful at catching horses. I've I just, I, I got the, the horses that came with the game. <laughs> the, the, the bonus horses. <laughs> yeah, the bonus horses, that's it. I think I think I might have caught one for a side mission, but at the most, you can't ever refer to yourself as a real cowboy if you only have bonus horses. <laughs> a true cowboy has real, real captured steeds. Chase that horse up the mountain in the snow. <laughs> end up, end up shooting the horse, killing it. Yeah. Having to go and try finding another horse, just turning the game off because you're sick of this happening. That's a game that I kind of stopped playing not too long after I beat it. Yeah. Although, Tony Hawk Pro Skater coming out <sighs> in a couple months. Oh, man. Did you see the trailer? Yes. Did you send me it? No. I don't know if I... I don't think I did. No. I, oh, I think man. I did post it in uh, in the Psycho Semantic group, though. That's maybe where I, I can't remember if I saw it there or someone said it. But anyway, I I can't believe that's happening, and I can't believe how good it looks. That should be fun. I, although there's a, did you see there's a petition to keep Trapped off the. Soundtrack? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna sign that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I saw it this morning. It was something like uh, trapped fucking sucks or trapped is weak ass shit or something like that. But there were there were a, couple, a few thousand signatures when I saw it this morning. They, well, they did say they're not. It's not going to be every single song from the playlist, so they probably will avoid stuff like like that because that's not what the Tony Hawk kind of gaming culture was at that time. Uh. So it would make sense to kick them off, and I don't think there's any Lost Profits songs on Tony Hawk <laughs> 1 or 2, but if there was, obviously, you wouldn't want that, because the last thing you want is to be skating and realising three minutes in that you're singing along to a Lost Profits song. <laughs> now, that will ruin any gaming experience for you. The Dead Kennedys will be there, because yeah, that was like the whole thing behind the lawsuit against Jello Biafra was to be able to keep the keep the songs in commercials and stuff uh where did we okay let, let me angle us back towards water world there's also a game coming out in a couple days called man eater or manhunter have you seen this no it looks like the jaws game that was on the ps2 where you're a shark and you just eat people and blow up boats and shit I never played that, but I remember seeing, like, a, I think it was a clickbait article about the game coming out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I obviously clicked it because I am a sucker for click, uh, clickbait. Uh, but yeah, was it good? It looks, it... it looks good. I'm tempted because it's, I, I, it's in the lower price range of video games, of new games, which always makes me nervous at first. Why isn't this $70? Yeah. 
uh, but it's it comes out I think the the twenty second this month, and it's around thirty or forty dollars American on the mm. PlayStation Four and the Xbox One and stuff. And it looks like you're a shark and you've got some sort of thing with a poacher who's getting followed by a reality TV show, and that's how the cutscenes I guess are worked in. But you're a shark. It sounds like it, I'll I'll send you the 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 trailer. Yeah, sounds quite fun. It looks like it could be fun. I, I I'd rather be a shark hunting a bunch of people than the other way around. Definitely. So sharks. Okay, there we go. I I don't know why I did not remember the part where he makes himself bait for the giant sea monster. <laughs> I totally forgot about that part. Or... It's because there's so many ridiculous bits that you actually forget. Imagine a film that there are so many scenes that make you forget that happens. <laughs> so he does that, and then he just blows up, kills the fish, or the sea. Well, let's call it uh, what? Kraken Junior. I mean, it's really yeah. fucking big. Yeah, that's the meat. He's got the barbecue going. There's the reduce, reuse, recycle pit where they just at any. It seems like no matter what you do, if you piss off a town elder, you're gonna get tossed into the compost. Uh. There's the Wizard of Oz with his weird balloon that goes off at the wrong time. Uh, I really only remember him from the Green Mile. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen him in lots of things. I'm the exact same green mile, and is it Mister? What what's the name of his mouse in the green mile? Oh, Mister Jingles. Mister Jingles. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's the. He, he has one of those faces that yeah, you, you know, like Danny Trejo. You know that everything you watch, there is a maybe a two fifth chance that he's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Trejo. I think he just turned 70-something. Did you see he posted a photo of himself playing Animal Crossing and invited everyone to come to his island? Oh, really? Yeah, what a guy. I don't play Animal Crossing, but I would play it just so I could visit Danny Trejo's island. I know. I almost got it when I found out that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez visits people. You might not know who she is. But no, no clue. <laughs> she's she's like the the rights boogeyman or boogity man or what bogeyman? That's what you say, right? Bogey. Yeah, bogeyman. And she won a seat in Congress. Uh, she's maybe twenty nine, and <laughs> she's all she's uh, you know, Medicare for all, you know, public health care, student debt reduction, environment. Right. Like okay. That. What? She's she's one of the good ones. Yeah, you might have heard people talk about the squad. It's like her and uh Elon Omar. She's a Muslim rep in the Midwest, so she's evil. And it's just there's like five of the young upstarts who are trying to bring America into modernity, <laughs> and the the Republican uh, Party and a lot of people in the Democratic Party are trying to get rid of them um but yeah uh alexandria ocasio-cortez she's wonderful politically 
and I, you know, she's she's fucking hot too. <laughs> Just, you know, there was this thing when she first took office, they were gonna destroy her. So they found video of her and her friends in college recreating a dance from the Breakfast Club movie, and they they released it on Twitter. <laughs> to destroy her and it's it's just one of those things i don't know but she she she's on animal crossing and she visits people and shit i was like oh maybe i should get that i like to think there's an island right now where she's sitting having a a coffee or a tea or whatever you drink in animal crossing with danny trejo oh that would be cool (laughs) selling turnips or whatever the fuck they, they yeah. fucking do in that in that game. I have no idea. Anytime I've ever watched anyone play it, they just shake trees and things fall out. That's it. <laughs> That's all they do. So I'm I'm still playing Resident Evil Seven and shitting myself. <laughs> oh, I've thought about getting that. I've got I oh. I got the revamp of the second one. It's quite good. They've they've done it well. The second one I've not played. The, the remaster of Nemesis yeah but 7 is just a totally different game it's just pure survival horror and like movies don't don't scare me like oh I'm a big man <laughs> nothing like I can watch a movie and I won't get a fright I don't really get too tense I scared but see a video game literally like a door could slam and I am I am a mess I'm a shivering, quaking wreck, and Resident Evil does not help. Like, within the first three minutes, I'm like, I'm just going to turn this off and put the light back on. I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I feel like uh, it derailed us. Talking <laughs> about Waterworld. But this, that is another thing about that movie is, because, I mean, the story is, Kevin Costner is a dick, and he's got a boat. <laughs> and Dennis Hopper is a dick and he's got a boat and in between there are people and over time kevin costner finds himself caring more about people and dennis hopper finds himself caring less about people and then they find land the end but not really i mean there's there's a lot in between the moral of the story is if you're in a boat you're a dick yep yeah i mean there's some cheesy lines for sure oh what was when they're getting ready to jump off the boat i'll breathe for both of us <laughs> and i've sailed farther than most would ever dream is a thing i know <laughs> i've heard him say in this movie uh, before he takes her down in his little bubble to see the giant city that also has a ski slope <laughs> But that's where he got his cool but, boots that he has at the beginning when uh, that really lionish type uh, haired spy for the smokers tries to take his ski boots. He's like an um, he's an American Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> that's who he reminds me of. I actually know who you're talking about. Uh, and Bruce. Of course. Okay. Best horror comedy of 2000 and whatever. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah, Scott will never live that down. Go to Scott and Liam versus Evil's 
what best horror top 10 horror comedies episode i i think it was actually for the for duncan's show it was for yeah it was for teapots and we to do a top 10 list of different kind of categories and scots was horror comedies and obviously in that list was stand by me which is obviously everyone who has knowledge and a brain (laughs) <laughs> nice <laughs> knows that that's not a horror comedy and then number one on the list was in bruges which again is not a horror uh but yeah that's if you want information like that then definitely come over to scotland versus evil because you'll get that in abundance <laughs> i don't think i ever finished it but i started a fake netflix queue of horror comedies for scott and it had like the stanford prison <laughs> experiment movie uh, <laughs> I can't remember what uh, the road. Uh, Schindler's List. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in there. Yeah, he'll never, he'll never live it down, and rightfully so. It is an interesting statement to make. <laughs> That's for sure. And had he left off, he had not. He hadn't left off Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Right, that was on there. Uh, no, I think that was on there, but he had forgotten. He, I, Idle Hands was on there, but he hadn't actually ever finished watching it. Uh, and I can't think of anything else that he'd missed. What We Do in the Shadows, I don't think that was on it. But I could, I could be wrong. It was a few years ago. And, and yet we're still talking about it because it was a horrific statement to make. In Bruges is not a horror comedy. It stands out. <laughs> it definitely stands out much like i think the the trap that the smokers make with the all those dead bodies on strings like marionettes when they're closing yeah. on enola and kevin costner goes to his is it still a periscope yeah because it looks under do you know what? i have never thought about that I didn't think that was actually any information that i needed in my life until this very <laughs> second but now now i need to know I'm sure it's got a name. I'm sure there's a name for it. How about we take a quick break? We'll find out if there is a name, and we will be back to talk about more Waterworld and whatever the fuck else comes to our minds because we are listening to the scientists and getting a little stir-crazy. I think it would still be a periscope. Do you know what? I'm just going to say that is that that is the fact. It is definitely called a periscope. An apparatus consisting of a tube attached to a set of mirrors or prisms by which an observer can see things that are otherwise out of sight. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Like, just like to say hi, my name is um, you're listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. Say that again. It's just introduce yourself. You're listening Uh to Scott and William versus Evil. And William versus Evil. William, Scott and William. Scott and William. William, like L I A M. Am I not saying that? William. 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 No, it's like just no L I A M. Liam. Yeah. Liam. Sorry, I am jet lagged. These lights are not helping. Scott and Liam versus Evil. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's cool. I thought you were spelling out the end of William. That's <laughs> okay, I got it now. Okay, ready? Yes. Hello, this is Amanda Fuller, and you are listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. Well, you aren't listening yet, but you should be, 
We are Scotland versus Evil out of Glasgow, Scotland. In each episode, we take you on a drunken trip through the best, the worst, and the in-between picks from horror cinema. Well, at least we try to. You can find us online at scotlandliamversusevil.com. So join us as we bear our souls everywhere good podcasts are available. Or the pub. We now return to your regular programming. What happens? See if you, if a raccoon gets in, how do you get rid of it? Like you, obviously, you can't just get rid of it yourself. Like you can't. I mean, you can because try. it's America. You can't just like like just throw a grenade at it or something. I mean, you can, especially in America. I think if uh, I think there's probably places in America where you can invite someone into your house and shoot them and be okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can. You you can uh, you can you can trap a raccoon if you like, if you if you can. It's. I'm trying to think of what animals my cats or otherwise have brought into a house that I've lived in. You know, if there's a bat or a squirrel or a rabbit or a raccoon. So far, they haven't penetrated anywhere beyond the loft of my garage and yeah. possibly my attic. Yeah. Um, but we actually called a guy to come go up there and look around and he found no signs of it so if if they are around the house they're living in the roof <sighs> Fucking, mm. like a horror movie like the <laughs> freehold or two pigeons movie or whatever it's called over there uh, uh, freehold freehold i mean you could have you seen the movie the great outdoors with john candy and dan Aykroyd? yeah yeah, you could, yeah. You could suit up like that and <laughs> battle a raccoon. Uh, they're less likely to have rabies as they s- seem to be rumored to be, but I, they do have other nasty shit. <laughs> Their mouths are dirty. But uh, yeah, you you could suit up and battle them or you could call either the city or the county, depending on where you are living, and they've got people. And there's also just businesses that deal with trapping raccoons uh, i suppose you could always just leave it as well and it would be like wes anderson's fantastic mr fox and the raccoons are just living like a little happy family in your loft and everyone is having a good time yeah as, as long as basically <laughs> if you don't if you don't bother me i won't bother you yeah but if you if you take a shit on my jam room we've got business <laughs> So yeah, with the drums, are, are you are you just jamming yourself, or are you doing some solo stuff, or are you working on something, or is it just just jamming for the fun of it? it? It's largely jamming for the fun of it and the exercise. I don't. Last time I went to the bike path, there were so many fucking people without masks on. I about had a panic attack and started screaming yeah. at people to stop being fucking stupid. So. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've been working most of my uh, exercise been around the house and not that it really is, is a risk of happening anytime soon, but I like to stay relatively up to speed because I used before we all went inside, (laughs) uh, I would randomly get friends saying, Hey, can you fill in for a show or two? Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. But I, we are in quarantine. I have seen the memes about everybody check on your drummer friends because they've got a solo project that they're really working on right now. <laughs> I do have an electric drum kit. I do have a MIDI keyboard with a drum pad. 
I haven't spent time, I promise, thinking about how before I started playing drums, I was the lead singer for a really short time of my first band. Uh, so I don't know what's going to come out of this, but I've, I've just been trying to put my frustrations out on things other than my family. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should definitely do it, man, because now's the better time than any. You're, you're in lockdown, so do it. Yeah, so I, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I used to play the piano, too, so if I brush up on that, I think uh, it's going to be some weird shit coming out. And you already have a title for your first EP. Oh, the... Uh, Piss, uh, drinks, lemon, theft, lemon. and two... Two drifters two. meet. That's the one. There you go. <laughs> success. Once once you remember the title, it's a success. Uh, do they have... You know, how, how Dennis Hopper has all the, the big words and the futile gestures to all the people that have been following him hoping for a better life and he just gives them flyovers basically like the water world version of flyovers do you have military fly flyovers going on over there and in, in salute to doctors and nurses and not stuff? flyovers we have uh every thursday night i think it is at like eight o'clock uh everyone stands at the front door and claps and bangs pots and pans and like some companies are driving around with their lights flashing, but we've not had any flyovers or anything. They do something similar to that, at least in New York. We well, we've got the military flyover here in America, as you would expect a a com a country. I almost said company, but that's <laughs> kind of the same thing. Uh, that has a almost seven hundred billion dollar military budget every year. Um. <laughs> They've as a, a salute and you know, uh, as as my dad always said, protest the war, not the warrior. So this isn't about specific people in the military. This is an idea mm -hmm. of the military that I'm talking about. They've been doing these airplane flyovers that cost thousands and millions of dollars to do as their thank you to the healthcare workers and first responders and whatnot that are asking for medical supplies that cost yeah. money. And I, I just wanted to ask you this this question. We're long enough into the episode that the people that lo don't like to hear this show will have turned it off by now. <laughs> so here's probably the most political question of 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 the day. For one, what is sort of what what are how do you feel about that sort of thing of a aircraft flyover uh, as a way of saying thank you instead of other things? And uh, one of the things that I've heard quite a few times in defense of my opposition of that is they say well they have to do those flights anyway as part of their training and stuff so doesn't that make it an even assuming you think the same way i do doesn't that make that an even emptier gesture that they're doing something they were already gonna do for some other reason and saying yeah. that it's their way of saying thank you. Yeah, that's. I, I think if the the military in the UK does a flyover every Thursday night, uh, people would be up in arms. That like that that just wouldn't ride at all. Uh, 
already people have been trying to start petitions and stuff uh, in the UK with it's like Kickstarter campaigns to raise money for the NHS and the healthcare and it's like but we're raising money to pay for something that our taxes have already paid for the government have now got us thinking that what we should do is club together to pay for the healthcare that we've already paid for but because the government have fucked it up and it's so it's so insane errors and tenderics if they started flight like flying military planes over I think there would be riots in the street that seems so mad to me that the 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 government think that's okay especially this one I don't know if you heard that last 4th of July the original planned parade that Cheeto Mussolini wanted to have in DC he wanted to have tanks rolling down the streets and shit for his 4th of July parade for himself and people were telling him you know that that will destroy the streets for one having a <laughs> tank just driving down the street and it'll cost all this money and it looks really bad and stuff and it, it was going up until pretty soon when he was like well I've thought about it and uh <laughs> I don't I don't want to waste that money on that. I want to spend it painting my wall black. Um, it sucks. I and again, this isn't a very important point, but I really hope that that is not the impression that Americans give off. But I know it kind of is. Well, I don't know a whole lot. Americans, obviously yourself and a kind of handful of others, and I, I've never met any American at all who seems to spout the same nonsense that all these fanatics and stuff that you're seeing on TV do. Uh, like I've never seen that firsthand. When we went on our trip last year to the states uh, in the south, I, I I seen little hints of it. Uh, but it's the same as anywhere. You, you, you're going to have bad apples. It's just sad that America has it on such a larger scale. But the good guys are still good guys. This is going to be a long fucking year, man. Uh, the presidential election is November 3rd. And they're already doing shit like... Uh... Well, I don't know if you saw, but the New York Democratic Party tried to cancel their primary to make it even less likely that Bernie Sanders got any more votes. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, a, a court said you can't do that, so it's back on. But people are... The, the governor down in Georgia who ran the fucked-up election that he ended up... He was the uh, Secretary of State running for governor, and the Secretary of State oversees voting... And, you know, precinct locations and all that other stuff and who's allowed to vote, like who's on the voter rolls and stuff and who's current because they love kicking. I saw a bunch of they tried to pull some voter ID shit in the UK recently, and I heard that got stamped down happily. But America loves to have all these little stipulations about who's allowed to vote. So but he was in charge of that and he narrowly won with some fucked up shit happening. And I think he won by more or fewer people than he had thrown off the voting rolls. 
And now as governor, he said that they can't have the election for the uh, state Supreme Court, which is the highest court in the state. So he gets to appoint a person for two years. It's wow. It's crazy. And with all the it sucks, like all these people that hoarded all the guns just in case the government went crazy are loving it. Yeah. And, I mean, there are regular people that are, you know, there are leftists and stuff that also are into guns. There's just it's just not such a fetishistic culture as the yeah. uh, the uh, the other sort of mindset around it seems to have. But yeah, all the people that were hanging and burning Barack Obama in effigy saying that he was a dictator are just loving this shit. It is. It's weird. It's uh, it's kind of a broken record, and I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> it's it's weird. So I'm staying healthy, well, so I get led into other countries. <laughs> we'll have we'll have you as soon as you can fly. We'll we'll give you room and board. <laughs> I've got a gold coin somewhere. Trade. What have we not said about Waterworld, by the way? Because we are having a fun conversation. Uh, like we are getting away from Waterworld. Dennis Hopper is just so good. And it, the the stunts are incredible. The it's, it's actually so messy and so clumsy a film in places. Like, the colour of the water changes in every scene. Like, there's no continuity. And yet, by the end of it, you still feel like you have watched a giant blockbuster. The the, the holes that you can patch them all up with the adrenaline, and I just I don't think there's anyone out there that hasn't seen Waterworld that's listening to this, obviously. But if you haven't, go and watch it. But watch it with my young boy eyes <laughs> when I first watched it because it's, it's definitely the nostalgia magic I think maybe if I watched it as an adult for the first time I'd maybe be like man that's a lot of shit like what what is going on but ha- having that kind of such a such a warm place for it back then I can't I can't see past that it's its own kind of there's not going to be another movie like it no. Unless James Cameron decides to redo Waterworld. <laughs> uh, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay for anyone to try and remake Waterworld. Even if it's such a, an absolute abysmal disappointment, I bet you it still captures the magic in the heart of the first one because they thought they were going to be amazing as well. And in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't if you look at it from an outsider's perspective. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I and I was lo- I was looking, and they didn't have. I thought they lost money, and I I know movie budgets are their own weird kind of math, but mm. they made their money back plus almost a hundred million dollars. That sounds nice. Yeah, and a stunt show which can then use the name and make more money for future years. Yeah, there were probably toys. I'm sure there, there were, were video games. Yeah, it's some really pretty shots in this movie, especially when he's out on the water. Yeah, and I feel like when he's on the land, it's 
they make it feel confined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They kiss underwater as well. Like very the shape of the shape of water where they're they're kissing and he's eating or he's breathing for her. Uh, uh, that's a nice shot. Waterworld's fun. The world yeah, is getting bleached out and I mean hopefully this the quarantining I saw that global emissions were down something like seventeen percent. Really? See? Every cloud is a silver lining. Yeah. You know, global emissions are down. There's some other cool stuff. I I think the thing about dolphins swimming in the canals in Venice wasn't real, but you are seeing <laughs> more more animals in places. Yeah. I know Tank Girl, she still gets out on occasion. And there was a fucking massacre the other day. Oh, really? I went out onto the, the back deck and I found three animals. One of them might have just died of shock because I couldn't find any cat attack <laughs> markings on it. But it, it was brutal. I threw out my bath mat or my doormat. <laughs> just, oh, man. Uh, it, it was... It was brutal. I'm glad I had dinner by then. I'll tell you. <sighs> oh, see, I couldn't. I couldn't let Boris out. I, I couldn't. I couldn't picture that gentle little soul killing something. You know he would. I know. I know. I know he's capable of it, but I just I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, he's he's better off, especially never having been out there. Yeah. He's got. He's got the good life. He's got an internet he, presence. Yeah, man, he's loving it. Fucking Waterworld, man. We finally did it. We've been talking about it since we've been talking. I know. It's a movie that can that, that transcends any issues, any any differences people can have, and you you can bond and become have a stronger, healthier relationship with Waterworld. It truly is. Cinema's medicine to everything. <laughs> I fucking love Waterworld, man. It's so much fun. Like, I watched it just before this. I watched it two weeks ago. I'll probably watch it again tonight while I fall asleep. Just because it's just... It's, it's magic, man. It's so good. Love was put into this movie. And you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got something something like a forty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I almost said tomatoes, but I knew you'd know what I was saying. Very posh, very posh tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. Very posh tomatoes. Oh, speaking of tomatoes, another thing you probably didn't say was the uh, the reality TV star that's in charge of the country went on off on a ramble today about guns and talk, uh, saying something about guns or farmers needing their guns to stop people from stealing their potatoes. <laughs> it was, it was so, you know, just a ramble, ramble, ramble. Oh, that second amendment. Gotta protect your potatoes or so, something, something. Oh God. It, it was, it was so ridiculous that I wrote it down. So I can look at it later. And he said, we're going after Virginia, uh, one of the original 13 colonies. Uh, he didn't say that. Of 
course. I think that might be one of the places where he said there were airports during the Revolutionary War. <laughs> but we're going after Virginia. They want to take your Second Amendment away. You know that, right? You'll have nobody guarding your potatoes. <laughs> that guy fucking said that. On camera. Yeah. Not even drunk in his office. Oh, honestly, man. I just I just don't understand it. Get me a little education on potatoes. <laughs> also, how good would that how good would that film be? Just these mad raven lunatic zombies trying to get at your potatoes? I I can't imagine <laughs> the weird shit that goes goes on. I, I it baffles me. And it's I mean, presidents all suck. You know, there hasn't been a president that Never did something really shitty, but yeah. I feel like he's trying really hard. Yeah. Fuck, what was that <laughs> movie? Somebody made a spoof of Halloween and some other horror movies, but it was a guy in a mental hospital that dressed like Donald Trump and had a Donald Trump mask. And he right. went to a town and he was, you know, killing all the the immigrants and stuff uh i think the the laurie strode type character was a muslim uh, it's a really fucking weird movie. if you find it same it okay it mm. was on amazon prime uh, when i watched it but i don't i can't imagine it somebody being there but i'll be able to figure out at least what it was might have been a student project but it's about an hour and a half long or an hour and 15 minutes long, and I watched the whole thing. And if you think Donald Trump and racists suck, and <laughs> like horror movies, you'll enjoy whatever the fuck that was called. <laughs> we are trapped on our own boats, man, but uh, I feel like, well, we're, we're no longer strangers, but we exchanged something tonight. Yeah. We are we are drifters. We don't have to be strangers because it's drifters. I would let you drink from my pussy cup. <laughs> you can suck on my limes. You guys say you can suck on my tomatoes. My tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> Some tomatoes and herbs, which just sounds horrible in an American accent. That's why we, nobody says it. Herbs, herbs. Getty like Azard said, because there's a fucking H in it. <laughs> um, but there's no H in Waterworld. There is no H in Liam. <laughs> no H in Darren. Local H was a good band, by my recollection. I'll stay off the H, unless your name's William Burroughs. What you got coming up on uh, Scott and Liam versus Evil? Oh man, I don't have a clue. Hey, Scott, Scott is a an a kind of mental health nurse, uh, so he's obviously in the front line just now, and his shifts are all over the place. Uh, so, like from kind of day to day, he never knows when he'll be working or which hospital he might be working at. So, our scheduling is kind of over the place. So, we've released an episode last week. We're meant to have one coming up next week. But we'll just kind of play it by ear until this all gets done and we get back to a kind of bit of normality. Yeah, but it's still fun. Still fun to come over and chat and 
listen to old episodes and hear two people that know absolutely nothing about cinema talk about cinema. Yeah, and you've you've got a poll going at least in your Facebook group, if not Twitter yeah. and elsewhere. Now these are movies that one of you hasn't seen before. No, it, it, we literally said, "What do you think we should do?" And Scott said, uh, "Oh shit, what was the first one he picked? I can't even remember now." The Wild Rose. Uh, oh yes, yeah, my cousin Vinny. He just said my cousin Vinny, and then True Romance, and I was like. All right, so we just pick just random movies that aren't horrors. <laughs> and then we did, and we just threw it up, and it turns out that everybody loves My Cousin Vinny, and everybody loves The Running Man. And I, I, I don't, I think everyone's forgotten that the poll's just for, like, what we're going to talk about in the episodes. So they're all fighting amongst themselves about what movie they want to watch. It's like, you can watch all of them. You don't have to watch what the poll tells you to watch. <laughs> uh, so I think we're slowly turning the Facebook group into the actual cult that I've been trying to kind of get it into for years oh they can they can uh maybe you can siphon off some of the people that never did anything at storm area 51 or whatever that scott was trying to get going <laughs> oh I've yeah been trying to think of what movie's gonna not piss him off <laughs> and stop letting people vote <laughs> he is he's, he's genuinely getting round up about it behind the scenes because people keep picking movies that that he's not enjoying and yet, I think all the picks have been great. I'm I'm willing to give the the listeners the the choice for the next the next ten episodes, but uh, I think we'll, we'll be lucky if we get one more out of Scott, especially after the last episode, which was Dead Snow, which does not hold up on a rewatch. And its subtitles, and we know how Scott yeah. feels about that. Although it reveals in that episode for the first time in a hundred and whatever it is that he actually. He appreciates subtitled movies because he knows that if they've if they're now in front of him, they've came a long way, and it means it's because they're good. Like you can get so many shitty American or British films because like we're flooded with them, but the subtitled movies, if they get to our screens, it's because they're good. And I was like, I can't believe you've realised that. It's like he's a beautiful flower blossoming. <laughs> <laughs> into this man with a love for cinema and it's it's really truly beautiful beautiful to see and everyone should join us and watch the flower grow that is scott <laughs> it's, it's a good time i finally got him over here uh to talk about the one of the movies you said is not better than water world the road warrior <laughs> or mad max 2 depending on where you live water world <laughs> i yeah i like this movie i know it's got its faults but we don't rate movies over here for a reason. We, we talk about movies and things that we just want to talk about. And although we do try to get the guest to do the little proverb or bit of wisdom for these times or that are timeless. If Waterworld teaches you something that you need to leave this conversation thinking about, what, what would it be? filter your pee yeah no matter what happens during this pandemic always remember that you can always piss into a cup drink it and give a little to your lime stuck up on paper although i guess nowadays it's toilet paper if that's uh, yeah i haven't checked but uh put some dirt in jars just in case 
Although, if people stay quarantining, the environment might thank us for it. Yeah. Otherwise, get yourself a giant monster fish man girdle like Kevin Costner has in this. Maybe it's light body armor. Remember, a mask is for other people, not necessarily yourself. And don't forget to duck and cover.